welcome back to But Why the Podcast, and today we have a special episode for you from the Austin Film Festival, where I got to sit down with Zach Lamplew and talk about his feature debut, The Vice Guide to Bigfoot. And make sure, if you're attending the festival, to check it out when it debuts October 25th. Enjoy the show. Hi, Zach. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. For those of you listening to this interview, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Zach Lamblew, the director and co-writer of The Vice Guide to Bigfoot. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. What's going on? Um, I'm really excited to talk about your movie, in all honesty. I, I finished watching it yesterday, and I was like, oh, this is like really good <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much i appreciate it yeah um so it's, uh, it's been like my life for the last like year <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah well it was a uh, it was it there's payoff at least for i think for viewers i i enjoyed it a lot and i have to ask how did the project start oh man um we had basically i mean we we okay so i guess rewind like three years ago we we used to run a show where we would make like two new shorts every month. Mm-hmm. So we would like like I was I probably directed like seventy shorts, <laughs> and um, like we would shoot them and then like play them like two weeks. Well, all right, two weeks later, it, like it it started out with us planning. <laughs> like it started out <laughs> with us being like, we'll shoot it, we'll shoot it this week, and in three weeks the show's happening. That would give us time to like edit and like retool it. And by, like, the third year of doing it, it was, like, just shoot it on Friday. The show's on, like, Thursday or whatever, either <laughs> over the weekend. And um, and so we, so we, like, we're just used to making stuff. Like, that's been our whole thing is, like, I'm, I'm not good at, like, taking phone calls. I'm not good at, like, putting <laughs> together a pitch deck or, like, that. that's not really my jam at all. Like, I'm just good at, like, making stuff and, like, like getting better at that and showing it to like a, a theater and everything and and um we kind of got to a point where we just yeah it became that was the new skill set was like getting really good at taking phone calls <laughs> getting really good at like having a lunch and it, it yeah it, like we, we'd done all the like we had just we realized after like a year of just like taking really cool lunches with people that would love to someday work with us or whatever, you know? And, yeah. and we were like, let's just go out and just make a movie. Like, we, so we we found out it wasn't that hard to actually, like, raise money for a movie. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> as difficult as you think. And so we were it, way easier than, like, being on an email chain with, like, a bunch of people trying to get, trying to just basically remove the voice of the cool, like, pilot you made or the cool yeah. whatever. And, um, yeah, so we, we basically were just like, let's just make a movie and let's just make it like the way that we made our shorts, you know, like we already have like a fun creative voice and let's just try and put that in like something that's about 90 minutes. Okay. And, and also, yeah, we, I forgot to mention the, the last like couple of shorts that we did while we were still running that show, we went on like two or three months of just like every short was about bites. <laughs> like, they they just have a particular um, they just have a particular like style that's easy to make fun of, and also people weren't really. This was like back in like 2016. Yeah, people weren't really making fun of them. Maybe 2017. Like people 
and all my friends were very eager to work for them. Like yeah. I was like people whenever we made those, they were like they were like you can't like make fun of Vice, dude. Like what if what if you could be on Vice? And I'm like shut <laughs> up, it's not gonna happen. It, does, it doesn't matter. You know, like so so we made these shorts that were like um, one of them was with Brian who was in the movie, but it was just about how everybody that looks everybody that works there looks the same. <laughs> like everybody has glasses and a beard and like a, a button up that's like short sleeves. <laughs> and the whole like start of it was what did he say it was like it was him like walking around town and he was like he was like uh, uh i'm religious or no he says he says, i'm atheist but i'm spiritual i have tattoos but i'm kind of a pussy just <laughs> <laughs> like all these contradictions yeah that's cool i mean because like one of the things that really comes off uh, really well is you know the documentary is obviously made in or you know the mockumentary it's made in a Vice style and you all use the Vice logo did you have to work with Vice on any of that and were they good sports about it no uh, I, <laughs> no we didn't tell anybody anything we, we just went out and made this thing I mean it's um, so yeah like a lot of people I don't know, want to, like, post about stuff. We were like, let's just not even tell anybody we're making this movie. Like, we didn't even really tell anybody until it was, like, already over. So even our friends didn't know about it. But as far as, like, making fun of Ice or just... I, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of their aesthetic and stuff, and, like, it's it's barely an aesthetic. <laughs> like whenever like there was one part where where I just put up the word Viceland yeah. like as a logo, it's literally just like Helvetica New seventy five on white. That shouldn't be allowed to be trademarked. Like if I just typed out Times New Roman and like it's ridiculous, you know yeah. what I mean? That like that you could pull that up in WordPad and be like, that's our logo. Don't don't do that, dude. <laughs> like that. It's you guys should try harder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, try harder, and then you can come after us. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Vice as a start, uh, you know, that obviously means that there, there are whole different, like, visual kind of mediums that you use in the, in the film. Uh, like, you use a YouTube border, and you have different perspectives when different people pick up the camera. How did you decide when you were going to kind of insert those pieces? Because so, it flows really well from, like, perspective to perspective. Um, how did you realize when you are going to do that? I mean, there's a full trailer for a fake uh, a fake show at the end of it. So, like, how, how did you go about that? Man, so, I mean, I, I guess we had just been, we just been making, like, spoofs forever, and I also edit, like, I'm an, I'm an editor at Adult Swim, I work on a few shows over there, and, um, we, so I, I'm, like, well-versed in, like, let's really nail this look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's, like, really, today we're making fun of HGTV, or, like, stuff like that, and, um, so we had done that, like, a bunch with our shorts in the past with uh, making fun of whether it's the Food Network or Anthony Bourdain or something like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, and also I guess I, I'm trying to think of what the answer to this question is. Like, <laughs> I guess I just, I like to, like, wrap stuff up like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's really funny to me at least to, like, just wrap up, like, 
like wrap it up as though it's like we're making fun of SNL or like yeah. put it in like a wrapper of of what we're doing. And then as far as like all the different, like you asked about the fake show at the end. Like I haven't that like that was actually the one sequence that was animated. <laughs> well, you know we have a couple things that are animated, and I just had like because I've worked in Atlanta in the animation scene a little bit. Like I had built up favors with friends and stuff so I was just like you, you owe me like you owe me a, a, a little guy moving you know what I mean <laughs> like I was like I just need to have to be with that so and then just getting clever about how to make it move very little <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like is this just enough work cool <laughs> yeah because um, actually, I think I think one of my favorite moments where it kind of jumps from people is when you actually put in the stock image when Brian says, just put in stock image uh, from oh, the drone yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. at the fair. <laughs> I thought that worked really, really well. Yeah, Brian, Brian wrote that. It was really <laughs> funny. That was actually one of the, like, that gag made it all the way from, like, the very first outline. Oh, that's to, like, awesome. All the way through the movie. Yeah. It was, it was good. Cause, and also, we just, like, obviously made up that company. It's yeah. funny taking it the other way, being like, no, I shot that, but I'm going to, like, put a logo on it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I also have to ask, why Bigfoot as kind of the the back piece to uh, to all of this? Um, there there had been a lot of like we always wanted to make like a like a horror comedy, and there had been a lot of like zombies that's been like done to death. It's yeah, probably like twenty five, like major ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Between, like, Zombieland, Shaun of the Dead, all this stuff. You can just go on forever about, like, whatever. And then there'd been, uh, what else? What We Do in the Shadows had, like, done, like, vampires and kind of werewolves a little bit. Yeah. And we were like, well, well also, like, Bigfoot is, Bigfoot's kind of overlooked. Like, it has a huge following. Way, way more people believe in Bigfoot than believe in vampires, for sure. <laughs> I found that out making this movie. We didn't realize we knew, we knew, pers- like, once we started making this, I started, like, asking around, people were like, well, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of funny, but Bigfoot's real, like, <laughs> you know, make fun of it that much. And I was like, wait, how many people do I know that actually believe in Bigfoot? And, uh, and I don't think I'd seen a Bigfoot movie where the Bigfoot is, like, real real looking I don't know there, there's a lot of like just a guy in a suit out there <laughs> there's a lot of like very clearly like it's a dude in a suit and they like put too much light on it yeah <laughs> so it was it was it felt like it felt like an untapped uh genre you know yeah no, it's it's definitely unexpected too. I mean, and I I don't want to don't want to go into spoilers, but the way you all kind of handle that twist is also really good because it kind of feels like two movies a little bit. Um, once once it gets twisty and things you know jump, how did you how did you maintain like I guess because um, there's a tonal shift, but it's not jarring, right? Like it, <laughs> I don't know how to ask that question. Sorry. Um, what part are you talking about? What part? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, so right, uh, it's when uh, the the guy that's leading them is doing the YouTube video, and he gets knocked out, and then you realize, okay, okay. oh crap, there's actual people, and then it it sh- and so it's still highly comedic, yeah. but like the perspective shifts and the camera um, the camera gets distorted, and then and then it turns into a Bigfoot movie as well as a crime movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we, we just wanted to, like, I mean, I guess we're from Georgia, and I really wanted to fold in, like, something believable. Yeah. You know? Um, and it seemed like everybody for real was talking about, like, the, the like, fentanyl and opioid crisis. Yeah. Like, all the time. So I was like, well, we can, like, fold that in. And also, we, like, live here in Georgia already, so we... We drove to Ted like an hour away, and we were like, this, this is totally believable out here. Is that answer your question? Yeah. two movies. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, because I mean, because I don't want to, because I don't mean it in a negative way at all. Like, it's, just, it's a nice shift in like, oh, yeah, very much satirical Vice movie. And now it's a, you know, uh, you know, a, a criminal and, and straight Bigfoot movie, which is great. And, and it was really well done. Um, and that was one of the, the comments I had, too, is um, and, and just how much of, I guess, the dialogue was straight from the script and how much was improv? Because a lot of a lot of the interactions, uh, even the absurd ones feel really real. Like Brian's frustration in a lot of the movie is like. I feel for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, like, a lot of people like to be, like, to say it was improvised, but we wanted the script to, like, really be funny. I yeah. don't, I, sorry, I don't know if that came out right. We, we wanted to, like, have the script locked down and funny and be good on the page before filming it. So it actually wasn't as improvised as you'd think. And actually, Jeff and Brian, who were the two mains in it, actually both went to, like, acting conservatories. Oh, okay. we, we realized, like, so I realized years ago that, like, everybody that was in a short that, like, was really good, like, back when I was running that show, yeah. like, everybody went, it was, like, a trained actor. Like, we were like, damn, it's kind of like whenever John T. Riley did, uh, Dr. Steve. Yes. Cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're like, how is this dude, like, he's, he's like an Oscar award-winning actor, but he's, like, so good at being goofy. It's kind of like that. Like, we realized, we are like, oh, all these people can, like, hold their jobs dramatically, and if you write something fun, like, if you write it so that the circumstance is funny, they can, like, really take it and go with it. But also, as, like, a director, I don't necessarily... Um, I don't police every single, like, word coming out of their mouth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have, like, I have, like, a rhythm, and I have lines, but if someone says, like, if I have it, shut the damn door, and they just say, shut the door, or, like, I'm not going to be, yeah. like, you know, policing every single word coming out of their mouth. Yeah. Um, and then, but but then also, like, I'm, I'm also, like, really flexible. Like, we are flexible because we made all these shorts. Like, the, the, the lines where, um... It's about, like, 35 minutes in where, where Brian keeps trying to bring up, like, so probably your life fell apart because of Facebook yeah. and your wife left. And then Jeff keeps cutting him off. They just made that up. <laughs> so they just made that up that day. They were, like, they were like, hey, we have a funny idea. Can we just, like, walk and talk? And, and Jeff will constantly cut me off. And I was like, yeah, sure. I think we did, like, two takes. Like, two or three takes. And it was we were like, awesome. Got it. Nailed it. So... It wasn't as improvised as you think, but also I'm, I'm open to, like, improvising on set, too, for sure. 
awesome. Well, that I guess that that's a very big credit that uh, you know to you guys because I watched it. I was like, man, I actually feel like I'm watching genuine interactions throughout. And oh my god, if I was Brian, I would want to hit somebody right now. This is so frustrating. <laughs> he has a he has a particular. I've like hung out with him enough and like seen him get pissed off at things enough. He has a really particular, um, like way of expressing himself when he's mad and he, I remember I don't know what scene you're talking about but but I remember one day he was like trying to act angry in the movie and I was like no 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 like you get mad like I had to explain to him I was like no you get mad at really petty things and when you do you just say shit over and over and over again <laughs> that's what you should do yeah it was it so is, that's this whole thing is like yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, my favorite two moments are the one with the drone where he keeps trying to intro and then he keeps messing it up. And he says, take the drone shot. <laughs> and then the other one yeah. is when he's in the woods and he's trying to intro that and he just, like, gets angry and, like, storms off because it's not working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're great. I mean, we, we basically built the movie around them because they used to be in so many of our sketches. Yeah. And we were like, we were like, what's a good, like, vehicle to have, like, 80% of the lines come out of both of their mouths? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yes. For a directing standpoint, because you do show so many different um, kind of uh, different perspectives when different people get the camera, because there's very much that found footage feel, and especially at the at the end at the end of the film, it feels like a little bit, you know, like like the Blair Witch a little. Um, how did you go about directing that? Did you did you direct the people who had the cameras? Did you have the camera yourself? Um, how was it setting up those shots, especially from so many different perspectives at the end? I probably filmed like ninety five percent of it. Like I was probably camera operator for like like ninety five percent of the movie. Um, but we also had another great guy, uh, Tim Reese, who was our producer, and he was for a lot of the more complicated shots. He would like produce it and basically DP it. Yeah. And then he just knew that like I knew what I wanted from the camera because I have like more of an editing background. Yeah. But he would be able to, like, set up the set so that the lights look awesome. So any way that I shoot the camera, it's going to look great. And um, as far as, like, sorry, what was your question again about? Um, <laughs> Just oh, how? Like, found footage? Yeah. Like, yeah, I had actually never directed anything found footage. Like, we, we were, like, at first I was, like, always very averse to it. I was like, I, don't, I would never want to do a found footage movie. But, um... Once we were like, well, we can, like, mash it up with Vice, and by doing Vice, you can mash it up with stoner food blogs and mash it up with, like, all these other, you know, hipster journalist stuff. Like, you can mash it up with other styles. We were like, okay, that could be really fun. Yeah. And as for – and then also when things get intense, um, actually, like, a big influence was the movie Creep. Oh yes, that's one of my favorite films. Yeah, so I've been telling, um, I've been telling like what. So I've been telling all my friends, I'm like, this movie to me is like Creep meets Popstar. Those are like the two for me that I was like, I was like, it's whenever the movie is scary, it's Creep, and then whenever it's funny, it's Popstar. And but like a lot of people, I think it's more my age, maybe I'm like early thirties, 
Yeah. Like, a lot of people haven't seen those movies. <laughs> so, it, it's like I have to tell people, I'm like, well, no, no, it's like Blair Witch meets what we do in the shadows. Because you have to quote two <laughs> Even if you mean the same thing, you can't, you should say Mad Max, don't reference Waterworld. <laughs> Even if they are the same aesthetic. You shouldn't be like, it's two things you've never heard of. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, Creep was, like, a big... I really loved Creep, and I really loved Creep 2, mm-hmm. um, which I think was really funny. Like, or at least, you know, I mean, when he's, when he's like, depressed. Oh, like, yeah. never seen, like, a depressed animal actor. <laughs> um, as far as the, the camera movement, though, and everything, for, like, a found footage, that was, like... There was one night that it was just miserable. Because having to track, like... You know, this actor comes in and says something, and then the camera has to swing left. So then your next line, you have to start with the swing left, and then land on somebody else who says their next thing, and then it swings back. It was just, I'd never done that before. That was kind of a nightmare. But <laughs> I figured I figured if Birdman could do it, I could compete with Birdman. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, if Birdman can do this, I can do this myself. <laughs> Well, it all came off really well, and and honestly, like it, it's really cool hearing you kind of quote those two films because I have in fact seen Never Stop, Never Stopping, and I do love Creed. Yeah, so yeah, great. I can totally appreciate those references, I can, and I can see that there. Yeah, I think I think younger folks all know Popstar. I rented it like three times on iTunes. I think, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like. Re- pull it up and pay for it i was like no no, no we're watching this time i'm gonna pay another like six bucks it's a yeah. great movie yeah we uh we the actually wasn't, like a huge hit oh yeah i can't i i'm always surprised that people don't know about it i mean like we went to a convention with some friends and they ended up we ended up coming home from a bar and they were like we're gonna put on this movie i was like what the hell is that i was like oh, it's andy samberg and so we rented it and it was like oh god this is so good <laughs> and we've like watched yeah. it more since yeah, then yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, the one. These are the things in my Jeep. I'm always showing people that. <laughs> have you have you heard the whole version? I have not heard the whole version. On no. If you, you should Google it, because they all those songs they have like a three minute version, <gasps> and the one things in my Jeep has uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park is in it. Yeah. Like he does the whole. It sounds just like the Lincoln Park song. Oh, this is so right. good. I need it because I know Mondo put out a vinyl for it uh, for the entire soundtrack. So um, mm-hmm. I need to YouTube some stuff now. <laughs> Definitely. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and stuff. Um, yeah, I I don't really know how to end. And oh, yeah, where where can people find you? And you know, where can they check out the film? Oh, man, where can they find me? Um, the internet. <laughs> they Google Zach Lamp would all come up. Um, and then the the film, I mean, man, we have, like, a Facebook page set up, but uh, it's, I mean, uh, have, you, have you seen that there's, like, a trailer up? Would you mind sharing that? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to put up a trailer, 100%. Or technically technically a teaser, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's up. And I actually was, like, uh, props again to my producer Tim like I had made one that was like only okay and then he just like hovered over me for like two weeks and was like this could be better this could be way better and then like once it was I was like damn Tim this is like a real movie over here <laughs> yeah yeah I'll definitely put that up um but yeah thank you for taking you know time out of your day to talk and I hope you have an amazing uh, Austin Film Festival 
thank you very much. I hope to see you there. Yeah, definitely. You there, say hey. Yeah, I will. Awesome. Thank you so much, Zach.